what is up y'all and welcome back to the neighborhood black girl podcast it is your host dana sear parker if you're watching this on youtube hello how are you if you're watching or listening to this on apple Podcasts, spotify any of the other apps anchor hi how are you if you're new welcome if you're returning welcome back let's get right into it Essentially, it's about to be spring break here down in Miami. I want to give y'all the rundown of what y'all should do, what y'all should not do when it comes to spring break in Miami. Should you even come to Miami for spring break? That part's up to you. But if you are coming, I'm going to give y'all the rundown. I've lived here for, well, I don't live in Miami. I live in Fort Lauderdale. But come see, come saw. So when I say that I know what I'm talking about, I know what I'm talking about. And even if there's some places on here that I haven't been, I would only request it and tell y'all to go if I know that it's going to be a vibe. So I got y'all. Don't even worry about it. But I do have my phone here because I have notes on what I should be talking about. We're going to start off with, with the absolutely most famous line of don't come to Miami with your best friend. I think this is so funny because as someone who's, I came to college down here, I never went to like spring break just traveling from another state to come down here with a best friend. So therefore I don't actually necessarily know. And not a singular one of my best friends from my home state have ever visited me. One is coming for my birthday this year, which is at the end of spring break. So we'll see if we're still best friends at the end. I've never seen... I mean, I've done spring break for my birthday before with my other friends that are already down here, and I've never had issues, so I don't know what the stigma is behind don't do spring break with your best friend. I don't get it. I've never gotten it, but some people say that, that you will come back, then you're not be best friends, so there is that. Keep that in mind. However, what I will say is that never come to spring break with a boyfriend, never come to Miami with a boyfriend, especially if you have not been to Miami before. If y'all have been to Miami before, you've done it, you've seen it single or with not your significant other, fantastic. But if you've never done Miami before, don't come to Miami for the first time with your boyfriend. I promise you, you'll go back broken up. Like, Miami is not a joke. Miami is not Vegas. Miami is not New York. Miami is not a joke at all. Going off of that, if you come to Miami, don't come with a boyfriend. You can come with your best friend. I don't I don't get the don't come with your best friend, but definitely don't come with your boyfriend. Um, the whole Airbnb versus hotel. Essentially, I have stayed in a hotel. I've never stayed in an Airbnb in Miami or Fort Lauderdale, any of those areas. However, I don't... Well, I have stayed in an Airbnb, but I haven't done it during spring break. I highly recommend if you are going to Miami like once, if you aren't the smart type of person who goes to Miami multiple times, I would say get a hotel right on Collins Ave, right in South Beach. That's what I did for my birthday last year. I got a hotel literally right in South Beach. And yes, it was expensive. It wasn't as expensive as I thought because my birthday is very much at the end of March, March 25th. So like spring break's almost over, but you still have the people out there partying. People are literally out there partying until April. Like there's always spring break in Miami almost. 
during from February end of February like this weekend will start it and it will end until like April. So if you want it, it will be there. Um, but I definitely would say get if you're like going for a short amount of time. I was I just did a weekend. I think three days, maybe two days. Um, but or if you want to split your time, do three days at an Airbnb, two days at a hotel, like Friday, Saturday at a hotel. Especially because when you're going out, when you're clubbing, like it doesn't really matter where you sleep. If you know, you know. Like if you're going out clubbing, getting twisted it doesn't really matter where you end up as long as you have like a pillow and a blanket essentially but that's just my two cents I don't know other people might be diehard Airbnb I've seen a bunch of people say I'm diehard Airbnb with a pool and I would say that if you're not staying in Miami if you're gonna stay anywhere around Miami Miami Gardens plantation that's where I live I mean that's not really close to Miami but it's close enough to get up Airbnb and then drive to Miami if you need to. That goes into where to stay. If you want to stay in South Beach on the Strip, I would highly recommend it. If you're going during like primetime spring break, however, it is going to be mad money. Like I don't even know what the caliber of money y'all are going to be trying to spend, but it's going to be a lot of money regardless. So definitely keep that in mind. But if you are going semi towards the end or semi towards the beginning of spring break, you probably have, could find a place on, on South beach, like right there for a lot cheaper. If you want to do that, or if you want to go to a neighboring town and just stay in a neighboring town and commute, but that's completely up to y'all, which I think leads into the next point. Well, I'll make it the next point is should you Uber Lyft or should you get a rental car? I have never gotten a rental car. I've either been with people who have a car that's down here, had my own car, or we would Uber. I know Ubering and lifting, you're going to spend mad money. But my thing is, is that if you have a rental car and everyone's getting drunk, it literally doesn't matter because if you crash that car, if you hurt yourself, if you hurt other people, it's going to be just as much money as if you would have just Ubered. So if you genuinely are out there with a bunch of people who you know are irresponsible, not in a not saying that in a bad way, like spring break is the time to turn up, but if you know that no one's going to want to be a DD and no one's going to want to stay sober, then I would highly recommend, at least for the nights that you're going to go hard, hard, like Friday, Saturday, just Ubering because then you have nothing to worry about. If you have multiple people, you can do like two different trips of three people, three people, or four people, four people, however many people you have, you can do multiple trips or you can do one big one, depending. You definitely though are going to have to either schedule Ubers or call Ubers hella ahead of time. Like if you think you want to leave at midnight, you need to call that Uber at 7.30 to make sure that it's going to be there at midnight. Like, schedule it. Or if you are leaving the club and you want to leave at, say, 3 a.m., make sure you're looking at 2 a.m. And you might want to call it at 2 a.m. because sometimes those wait uh, to wait times for Ubers can be hours in spring break Miami. Like, it's semi-hell. I don't know why people do it multiple times. I definitely have done it. Like once I've gone to parties like singular nights. I don't know how people come to my Miami every single spring break to do spring break for like a week or like a weekend. It's insane. That's going to move into how long you should stay if you come down here. 
I obviously living here, I can never really say that I've left, but I've, for my birthday last year, I came down for, I want to say three days, three or four days. And I think three days is a little bit too short. I would say four days is like prime time. How much you want to spend anything more than that. You're spending mad money because everything down in Miami is expensive. Whether it's your Airbnb, whether it's your hotel, whether it's food, whether you're eating out, even if you're getting groceries, if you have a rental car, the gas, if you have Ubers, Ubering everywhere, like everything's expensive, everything is hot, like it's not necessarily a fun time. I don't want to say it's not fun, because it's definitely fun if that's what you want, if that's the vibe that you want, if you want to feel like you're going out of the country, quote unquote, without going out of the country, you can do that. But my thing is that I genuinely believe that in my personal opinion, I would rather spend money on going somewhere actually out of the country than spending money in Miami. And I literally just convinced ish my like best friend of this. She wanted to go, well, she was debating between going to Miami versus Cancun or somewhere in Mexico or like overseas for her bachelorette party. And I was like, girl, you're literally going to spend the same amount of money in Miami as you would spend going out of the country. And so at that point, like if you have a passport, you might as well just go out of the country. Even Puerto Rico, which is a half an hour flight more than what you would fly in to go to Miami, you're probably going to spend less money. And you're probably going to have as much fun. But if Miami is what you want, like there's a very aesthetic that comes to Miami. There's a very particular things that like you would want to do if you want to come to Miami. That's definitely going out. That's definitely partying. That's definitely South Beach. That's definitely like the Ritz, the Glitz, the Glam. But you're throwing a lot of money and you're spending a lot of money when you don't necessarily need to. Or you could spend it in another place that I think would be a little bit better. But that's another story for another time. That goes into how much money do you need when you come down here. And I'm telling y'all, like, aside from the money that you're putting away for wherever you're staying... You need, if you're going to say coming down here for four days, and if you're coming down here for four days, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, you're done for. Like you're literally done for. If you want to do the prime time, which y'all see on TikTok, which y'all see on YouTube of what people are doing in Miami, you either need to be the prettiest girl on the block, have your wig laid, have your makeup laid, have your lashes on, the highest heels in your closet if you're short, but like cute, the lowest cut shirt, the lowest cut bottom. You have to be the prettiest, most put together, top tier girl. And you can get into anything almost free. And it's amazing for y'all pretty, pretty, pretty girls. But if you're bringing any person who is quote unquote subpar to what these Miami standards are, you're either going to be screwed out of not getting into a club or you're going to have to shuffle out a lot of money to get into that club. And I know that sounds horrible, but it's literally the truth. Literally the truth. I've done Miami when I was a hundred pounds heavier, which is a whole nother story. That's going to be probably in my pretty privilege episode, which I also just released a pretty privilege episode on my YouTube channel. If you want to go check that out, I will put the link in the description. However, back to my point, I've done Miami when I was a hundred pounds heavier. I've done Miami now losing a hundred pounds and I still will get denied either way. <laughs> so literally I've gone with like the perfect wigs, if you're on YouTube, I'll insert pictures. I have gone with laid makeup, eyelashes on, every single thing that you could think of that you would need to get into this club. Heels. 
I've done all of it and I've still been denied. So you either have to have pretty privilege, go with someone who has money, walk in with people who already have a section, already have money, maybe sneak the, I don't want to say ugly friend because that sounds so bad, but the less attractive friend in the middle and hope they don't notice or slip the security guards some money on the side because those are some of the only ways I can think of. Unless you want to pay the real money, which you definitely can, but sometimes they'll still even deny you even when you're paying the real money, even when you have the dress codes on, everything. Which I'm also going to run through the dress code a little bit. Every club is completely different, but most of the clubs, most of the places that you're going to go, for women, they're going to say heels or no sandals, no slides. Sometimes you can get away with sandals if they're, like, really pretty, like, bedazzled. But if you're coming in flip-flops, you're definitely not getting in. Same thing with dress code, though. If you see people in sneakers, if you see people in jeans, they paid the people to get in or they're with someone, quote-unquote, important that's in there because... 90% of the time, if you're an average Joe, you're not going to be able to get in there. Not even 90. 99% of the time, if you're an average Joe in jeans, sneakers, any of that, not in heels specifically for women, you're going to get denied. Unless you are with with a celebrity, with a DJ, with a performer, with someone who has mad money, with a regular, that type of thing. Like, if you're just average, you're just going there with your girlfriends, you need to be essentially dressed the nines almost everywhere that you go, unless it specifically says on their website, like, there is no dress code or it's a light dress code. But almost every club, bar, well, bars are a little bit less likely, but clubs specifically, at the bottom of every website or flyer, if you see a flyer, it will say strict dress code, dress code enforced, and then you have to go to either their website or something to figure out what the dress code is. For men, I'm not really up on the dress code because I don't really be going out with men like that. Because if you're a man in Miami, you're easily spending $50 to get into a club, $70 to get into a club, $100 to get into a club, and that's just to walk in the door. So if you're going with men, have them be even more pocket lines than you are. I wouldn't even say go with men to Miami unless you're bankrolled, like genuinely. And I don't even mean that any in any sort of way. I'm not trying to tell people if you're broke, don't come here. Because, but it's just like you're not going to have fun. <laughs> and I hate it because as someone who lives here, like I can't even go to Miami genuinely because I don't even have enough money to do it. So... Just a tidbit. But yeah, so if you're a guy, definitely no shorts. That's definitely a number one. Usually they say no hats, no baseball caps, that type of thing. Um, But definitely no shorts and definitely no open-toed shoes. Other than that, they're usually not that crazy. Sometimes they'll say, like, no flag fault colors or, like, gang colors. But, like, that's kind of rare. And that's, Or you're in the ghetto. But, like, most of the time it's just no shorts, no open-toed shoes. Sometimes it's no hats. So, yeah, that's the dress code that I can think of. Everything that you can find, everything that you're going to be looking for is going to be either on the club's Instagram or on a flyer that you see or on their website. So check out all of those before you go. Where to fly into? I have never in my life flown into the Miami airport. I... I don't know why. I don't know if it's bad. I don't know if it's good because I've never been there, but it just doesn't make sense to me. You can buy cheaper tickets 90% of the time out of Fort Lauderdale. It's a 20-minute drive. If you have an Uber, I mean, you might be spending that airport money to Uber yourself out, but 
It is what it is. Like, it's usually going to be cheaper than if you're flying into Miami anyways. So I've literally looked up the same weekend flying into Fort Lauderdale, same weekend flying into Miami, and flying into Fort Lauderdale has been cheaper by, like, $100. So I would definitely recommend flying into Fort Lauderdale. Other people might tell you different. I don't know. I've never actually been to the Miami airport, like I said. So I can't really tell you for... 100% certainty, but I would definitely say fly into Fort Lauderdale, especially if it's just based off of money. Usually they're cheaper. Check that out. I know there's another airport. I think there's a West Palm airport. That's a no for me. I've never flown it, but I think it would be an itty bitty airport and that would freak me out. So definitely would not, would not necessarily do that. What to do when you're coming down here I'm telling you, if you don't have someone who already knows what to do, if you don't have someone who already has lived down here, already lives down here, I'm literally going to drop as many like Instagram ads in the links as possible that I can think of off the top of my head to be looking for, for flyers, for parties, for yacht parties, for all of that stuff. And the thing about Miami is that if you're coming down here, and specifically if you're coming down here and you're in college... You don't need to be spending any money, almost any money, on a party to get lit. Now, if you're under 18, not under 18, everyone, if you're coming to Miami, you should not be under 18, but you definitely can come to Miami and be 18 because there's a lot of places in Miami and even more in Fort Lauderdale if you want to venture to Fort Lauderdale, that's 18 plus. So you can definitely still go to Miami. You don't have to necessarily worry about it. There's a whole separate section usually if there's a bar if people are drinking or there's a whole separate place for them to even get in but there's a lot of clubs down here that are 18 plus and with the people that I drop in the comment and not in the comments in the description of all the ads most of those parties are 18 plus 99% of them 95% of them are 18 plus so definitely check that out I will put some in the description Eventbrite is definitely another big one that you need to download before you come down here I highly, highly recommend getting that on your phone, putting in Miami, putting in Fort Lauderdale. You can literally look for the weekends that you're here. All of, not all of them, but a lot of events that will be on there. A lot of them will be free. This is also the start of spring break. It's February 23rd. And I'm telling you, the people that are down here in Miami, the schools that are down here, FIU, FAU, NSU, Barry, Lynn, uh, I don't know any, St. Thomas, All of these schools that are already down here, especially the private school kids, which was, if you're watching YouTube, I'm pointing at myself, me, they're already on these parties. They already got their tickets. They already have sold out the free tickets. I'm telling y'all right now, you should have been done it. You should have done it last week. You should have done it last month. But there are still a crap ton of parties that are still out there. There's still a bunch of them that still have free or $10 tickets. But you need to be getting your tickets now yesterday last week don't wait do not wait until you're there like what i'm telling you they'll either be sold out or there'll be a ridiculous amount when you're at the door i've literally seen free tickets online waited 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 went to get something at the door and it was 40 dollars for something that my friend literally just rsvp to and got it for free 90 percent of them if you get in before 12 especially if you're a woman you can get in for free like i said if you're in college I mean, also, a lot of these parties you can definitely go to if you're over college. Like, there's a lot of people that I graduated with that are definitely still going to be infiltrating. I might be infiltrating this year because it's my birthday. Like, 
I'm going to use that excuse probably until next year because I think 25 would be the age to age out. But I'm turning 24 this year. A bitch is still going to turn up. So it is what it is. If you see me with your 22-year-old husband at some underground party, it is what it is. You know, it was my birthday. (laughs) YOLO. But yeah, you can definitely still get in, especially if you're in college. It's prime time for y'all. Like, I wish, the only reason that I wish I literally was still in college or still in, like, that age range is to go to, like, the parties like this because those were the most fun times that I would have. When I tell you my parties were the best before I was 21, they were the best before I was 21. And I don't know why, how, I don't know why everything has just fallen off. It kind of pisses me off a little bit, but my best parties were before I was 21. So I'm going to drop some people... In the description below, I'm going to drop some ads and then maybe I'll put some parties that I'll be at and maybe you can see me if you want to, possibly. The next thing is, if you are coming to Miami, one of the biggest excursions is jet skis. When I tell you I have never done jet skis in Miami, I have never done jet skis in Miami and I don't know if that's a good thing or if that's a bad thing because I've never done it. I'm not... I don't know. I'm maybe not the best person to ask. However, I have multiple years gone and looked it up and I was about to do it and then saw the price and then didn't do it. And on top of it, you have to get a boater's license down here in Florida. So if you don't have a boater's license, you go to your jet ski rental and they're going to tell you you're shit out of luck. Like you got to go home and get a boater's license, which is like a test. Yeah, it's a lot. It's not a lot if you want to do it, but like I've jet skied before, so I don't necessarily see the need this year though i am debating once again every year i debate if i want to do it so this year i'll probably debate again but i'll probably end up on saying no again but i know you can go on groupon i also know that the groupons though only are valid i think monday through friday so if you get a groupon which you can for jet skiing and i've seen it before for like 70 bucks 80 bucks what they're normally like 100 at least 150 140 that kind of around there so if you come down here you want a jet ski i definitely say get a group on if you're on the street and someone offers it to you i would usually say no unless they have like a good instagram a good card like their business website actually looks legit but people will scam you up and down the hoo-ha and say that they have jet ski rentals or say to go here for jet ski rentals and there literally won't be anything so I would highly recommend going on Groupon or specifically going to like Biscayne Bay there's a place I don't know if I remember but there's a place like if you look up Miami jet ski rentals there's this one block that literally just has a crap ton of them And if I can find it, I will put it in the description. But if not, you can look it up yourselves if you come down because it's like right there. It's literally right there. Um, Like I said, there's a lot of 18 plus clubs. There's a lot of 18 plus um, parties. So you don't necessarily need to have the F word. Should I say it? Because I feel like that's really bad. I don't want to be promoting underage drinking with all of these people getting fakes, but you don't really need to have a fake if you want to go out and party. If you want to get drunk, that's a whole other story, but that's between you and your mama and the Lord. That's not between me, but you can definitely go out and party if you're 18, 19, 20. You can definitely still go out and have a good time. TikTok, 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 TikTok. I cannot say it enough. 
any restaurants, brunch places, parties, mm, TikTok and parties kind of be slacking, but lunch places, like activity places, exciting places to go. TikTok is your place. TikTok is your place. I will run through some like that I know y'all might like. However, TikTok is your place to go. And I TikTok, Instagram too, if you want to see like the visuals of, oh, what do I wear? What sh- what's the vibe? But I would say TikTok because the visuals is even better on TikTok. People will rate it for you. They'll tell you if the food is worth it. They'll tell you the prices. They'll tell you literally everything you need to know. Some of my favorite places in Miami, however... I will tell you when it comes to like club vibe, some top places, not necessarily my favorite, but some top places that people go is live L I V. That's like a strip club. They say specifically on Sundays to go because it'd be popping. I've never been on a Sunday. I don't even know if I've been to live period, but that's another one of those that you need money to kind of be up in there or pretty privileged. Definitely taboo. I've never been there, but I believe it's like a beachfront, like club day party type of thing. Um, I don't, I might be completely wrong on that actually, but I believe that's what it is. But yeah, taboo King of diamonds. That's another strip club. They're known for being lit. They always have celebrities in there live. They have celebrities in there a lot as well. The Office is another strip club. Strip clubs, honestly, they be lit. They be getting lit down here. And especially if you're in Miami and you've never been to a strip club, like, this is the places to go. These are the places to go. Miami's the place to go to go to a strip club for the first time. Because it's, like, those are the people that they talk about when they talk about strippers. They're maybe Vegas, but, like, they're in Atlanta. Is When you're talking about strippers, you're talking about Miami or Atlanta. So I would definitely say if you've never... If you've never been to a strip club and you want to go to a strip club or it's even intriguing you a little bit, those ones. The Office is also a good one. They're definitely more on the ratchet side and they're not specifically in Miami. They're a little bit north, but I've been to The Office. Love The Office. Chef's Kiss. G5 is another good one. Voodoo is another good one. Game Changers is another good one. Victory Lounge is another good one. That one's lit. They have like hookah, good food. That one's very lit. Story is a little bit more upscale, but that one's lit. Mr. Jones is a good one. Exchange is a good one. I've been to Bottle Blonde a couple times, and that's like a little bit more caucasian but like it's still lit hence bottle blonde obviously but it's still lit they'll give you food if you're in there with like a promoter oh that's the other thing these promoters these promoters are literally just asking pretty girls to come take pictures have fun like when i tell you if you can find a promoter who are actually like bring you and your friends in do it do it. You're going to get free food. You're going to get free alcohol. All you got to do is wear heels, look pretty, maybe take a couple of pictures, but like do it. The only other thing is though, you need to show up on time because promoters do not play about the time. When they say you need to be here at 12, you need to be there at 1130. You need to be looking presentable. You need to be there in front of the line ready, like ready. And they will walk in the door without you. They will literally not even walk until 1230, but just because you weren't there before 12, they'll still leave you outside promoters down here are cut thorough and their only job literally is to get pretty girls and bring them into places so definitely find one definitely see if you can track one down and they will help you out a lot another 
like little rundown of like bars, not bars, brunches, food places. Bacon Bitch is one of my f- absolute favorite places ever. It's like a brunch place. They call you bitch though. So if you don't like being called bitch, I would highly recommend you not go there. But it's really fun. The food is pretty good. The drinks are lit. It is a little expensive, but it's right in the water. It's really pretty. I like it. It's always packed as well. So definitely get a reservation. World, World's Famous House of Mac. I've never been, but it's on my list to go for my birthday because everyone keeps saying that it's absolutely amazing. They have like a crazy amount of mac and cheese flavors and it's definitely on my list. I'm very excited to go. Sunday's Eatery, I've heard, is really good. And Trick Daddy's Restaurant. I don't know if Sunday's Eatery is Trick Daddy's Restaurant, but those are places that my friends said to go to. The Licking I've been to... It's good. It's slightly overrated, but, like, if you're in Miami, if you have a, like, oh, I want a quote-unquote quick meal, because they're kind of fast foody. so if you want, like, a quick, I put that in quotes again, because I don't know if they're necessarily quick, but a quote-unquote quicker meal, that's a good one. Honey Inhibited, I want to go to as well. That's on my list. I've heard it's so good. It's, like, another brunch spot. Um, Lovelies is good. I've heard the Versace mansion. It's beautiful. It's a lot of money for what I don't think is that amazing of food. But if that's your vibe and you want to go to the Versace mansion and you want to take pictures because it's literally beautiful in there, but the lighting I've also heard is not good at nighttime. So to each their own victories. I've heard it's really good. Sunny's I've heard is really good. Satan, S-E-T-E-N. I've heard that's really good. And to sit outside, that that's fun. And then Pink Taco, I've been to. I'm like, eh, about it. But it is another one of those places that, like, there's definitely going to be people there. My personal favorite, if you're in Miami, is technically Wynwood. Also, if you're in Miami, definitely check out Wynwood. And if you don't want to, like, the glitz, the glam, the crazy amount that Miami is, but you still want to go out and party, Wynwood is very much the good alternative. It's where you can wear your cargo pants, your little crop top, but you also can be dressed in a nine, quote-unquote, and they're not going to look at you sideways because you're right next to Miami. But there's this one place in in Wynwood that I absolutely love and I cannot think of the name right now. I'm literally absolutely blanking on the name of this club, but I will put it in the description because it's my favorite place. It's like you walk inside a thing, but it's outside. It's lit. They have hookah. The DJ is always bumping. Like it's one of my favorite places to go in Miami and I will go to Miami just to go to that club. So that's my short little rundown on Miami. If you're coming down to Miami for spring break, if you're coming down for spring break, let me know. Maybe I'll take you out. Maybe we can hang out. You know, I got some of the moves. I got some of the people. I got all the underground party links. If you need those, hit me up. I got y'all like I got y'all. And this video if you're watching podcast if you're listening I hope was very informative on what to do in Miami I'm also going to be dropping a video like this on my YouTube channel about Fort Lauderdale because that's really right after my own heart that's where I'm right next to so Fort Lauderdale is like the place that I go to all the time so I'm going to be dropping that on my personal YouTube channel I will put the link to my YouTube channel in the description if you're watching this on YouTube thank you so much for watching it if you're listening to this on any podcast streaming service thank you so much I will see you next time goodbye and I love you
What's up, y'all? This is Editing Dana coming back in for a little tidbit. I didn't mean that you can't come to Miami with no money and not have fun. I just mean you can't come to Miami for spring break and not, not have money and have fun. Because spring break in Miami is just expensive, expensive. If you want to come to Miami and just do carefree Miami beach live-in or just like free activities, you definitely can do that. But most spring breakers are not doing that. So... Happen to play tidbits. I'll see you in Miami for spring break.